0: Basically, which dogs should parents or just the public in general should uh, be careful of, just in terms of owning its pets that are volatile and are likely to attack?
1: Right. Thanks, Thanks so much for having, us, uh, for having our organization on the show. Um, I think the long and short answer to that is all dogs. All dogs are capable of inflicting harm. Obviously, the bigger a dog is, the more powerful it is, the more serious those injuries could be that could be sustained. And no child, um, I would go so far as to say, no child under the age of 12 should be left unsupervised with dogs. This particular incident, uh, you know, but by the sounds of things, the child was not unsupervised; they were with their parents, and the dogs went terribly, terribly wrong. And you know, we extend our sincere condolences to to the family on this this terrible, terrible incident. Um, I I can't begin to imagine how terrible it must be for them. But you know, the bottom line is we we have to appreciate the fact that dogs are capable of injuring human beings, and obviously, the bigger a dog is, the more the more serious those consequences can be.
0: And, and just in terms of the the kind of breed, as I mentioned, I mean, I've heard that Rottweilers, Bulldogs, etc. What what dogs should uh, are more li- liable or likely to go into a vicious attack?
1: You know, that's a very difficult question to answer. And um, I think it's it's unfair to say there's a particular breed that's prone to attack human beings. All breeds have got that ability to do so. Mm. It's just that some breeds, when they do attack, um, they do a lot of damage in a very short space of time. Uh, you know, having said that, though, any large breed of dog, I would say any dog over sort of 25, 30 kilograms, has to be viewed as being having that potential, and they need to be managed accordingly. Um, you know, I, it's, I don't want to tar all, all all individuals of a breed with the same brush. I don't think that's fair. Okay. But by the same token, people need to understand when they have a breed like this that it is capable of, of those kinds of behaviours. Um, I think a lot of the time that people are unaware, the dog gives warning signals, the dog gives warning signs. These attacks hardly ever come out of the blue, with the exception of the dog being terribly sick or in terrible pain. There's often warning signals that come along and the average person uh, just doesn't notice them. What are those signals? You know, that would be um, obviously the dog vocalizing or growling (laughs) towards a a member of the household or towards a, a human being per se. And unfortunately, what we do, our instinct when a dog growls, is to punish them for growling. But what we're doing there is we're we're removing the dog's warning system. The dog is growling because he doesn't want to progress to biting. So if we punish that growl, we're basically taking the safety catch off. And what should happen when a dog growls, obviously the human should should stop whatever it is that they're doing to avoid getting hurt. But then that situation should be thoroughly analyzed to establish what caused the dog to growl in the first place and then take appropriate actions to ensure that the dog never feels the need to be aggressive again. You know, we, we also have um, poor breeding plays a large role in this where the dogs are not selected for the correct temperament and the correct behavior. Uh, people often want aggressive dogs to look after their property, but aggressive dogs are going to behave aggressively. <laughs> that's exactly uh, you know why they got mm. them in the first place. And you know if a person has a very aggressive dog guarding a property, that's a massive responsibility to ensure that that dog never hurts a person um, that it wasn't supposed. To, you know that it was an unprovoked attack.